0: Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. Alright, it is December 12th, and today we've got a little bit of news along with some rumors, along with some reviews. News, rumors
1: and reviews. <laughs> the NRR. <laughs> It'll be our new new segment, NRR. <laughs> this just in. Well, the Daily Bugle setting up some stands getting ready for
0: uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. So,
1: yeah, that's pretty
0: exciting and fun looking.
1: Yeah, they're uh, they're setting up a like a viral marketing stand in, in New York with actual Daily Bugle newsstands with actual copies of the Daily Bugle. It's really cool.
0: Those things will be going for like $20,000 once, once they're sold out on eBay.
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah.
1: I may buy me one or at least attempt to. Are you going to do that? Fly up to New York and then go get it or something? No, I'm going to buy it off on eBay or something if it's like decently priced. Yeah. Did you
0: see where the ticket for like to to see Spider-Man No Way Home on eBay went for like an ungodly amount? No, I did not. No. Oh yeah, it was it was on up there. It was insane. So,
1: I did not realize this movie was that popular.
0: Dude, it's like people were getting... I watched a video on people getting in a fist fight over tickets for this thing.
2: Yeah, really, I saw that as well. Is it just like the lack of movies for the past year, year and a half that like... I don't know because like most of the fan base,
1: at least when I like scroll through Reddit and stuff like that, most of the people don't like the MCU Spider-Man. A lot of them still like Spider-Man 2 because they call Tom Holland Spider-Man like mini Iron Man Uh... because, you know, he's got more tech. And, like, the, the Spider-Man from the comics, really, the only tech he truly has is, like, the web shooters and, like, some web tracers and a spider spotlight. Yeah. I mean... I, yeah, I don't have any... Like, as a huge Spider-Man fan, I don't have an issue with it. Like, so, I don't understand why they do, but whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, the biggest rumor slash news slash hem around everybody's getting upset and... And whatever is Letitia Wright, better known as Shuri on Black Panther, has, again, this is rumors, nothing has been confirmed yet. So just hold on to your hats. She has either left the set of Black Panther 2 or has been fired from the set of Black Panther 2. And again, the rumor is it's over the vaccination policy I think it doesn't matter really what stance you're on as far as the vax goes. This kind of sucks a little bit. Um, This is the third person that has been recast as a character, if all the rumors are true anyways. The first one being Edward Norton for Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. The second one being Terrence Howard as Rhodey for Don Cheadle. And now, if this is true, Leticia Wright for whoever may be. How do y'all think this is going to affect the story of Black Panther 2? Do you think this is the biggest reason as to why we have a bunch of reshoots and pushbacks on the Marvel movies cuz that was slated to come out here what 2022, 2023, late 2022, early 2023?
1: Yeah, possibly. Like unfortunately, <laughs> the 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 I can't think of the director right now of Black Panther, but man, he is just dealt like a really crappy card right now because <laughs> what do you do when like the main character that like the actor that plays the main character, unfortunately, you know, passes and then you go and say for him, we're not going to recast his role. And like, where where do you go from there? And obviously, comic book readers like myself, your first thought is, well, we'll go to Shiri because she's been Black Panther. And then there, there's been other people as Black Panther as well. But. That's one notably for me. Uh, I, admittedly, I'm not a huge Black Panther like reader, like of his own story. But I like the character and whatnot, and know of certain major events that's happened to him. But that probably may be why they're they're pushing things back because they just haven't fully worked out what they plan on doing with the the script. At least that's my theory. I'm not confirming that because. Uh, I don't know. I know, like, Namor is supposed to be featured in that movie, which, once again, like, I fucking love Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther and would love to see him go up against Namor. That would have been dope as hell to see, and I just hate, once again, fuck cancer. (laughs) Like, it just sucks, man. Uh, But anyway
0: shit we were that close to him putting on the infinity gauntlet right? and having an army of the dead
1: yeah that would have been dope <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> god I would have loved that
0: how does this affect you Jeremy I don't think you're an avid reader of Black Panther or anything along those lines but like to sit there and have possibly a character mix up and things of that nature like a change of actress and things
2: well first off I mean I, I, I'm uh, offended that you don't think that I was reading a comic <laughs> truly offended <laughs>
0: I apologize. I apologize. How much Black
1: Panther have you read?
2: Um, I got through the first movie, so
1: you know. <laughs> Just because you have subtitles on does not count as you
2: reading a Black Panther book. <laughs> but no, I it, like as a. I mean, it's always weird. I mean, to have a different person play a character that's already been established, and I mean, she obviously had a pretty good role in the movie so I mean I, I didn't know whenever Rhodey changed I, I didn't realize that was going to happen until I saw the movie and I, I mean it, it throws you off like throws you out of the Which it throws you oh sorry go ahead no you're fine I
1: just wanted to uh, interrupt one second I love the the scene with Rhodey as Don Cheadle when in Iron Man 2 when he shows up to that court hearing for Iron Man and he walks in and he's like it's kind of meta because he's like look I'm here this is me get over it. Like it feels like he's kind of talking to the audience, like, yes, I'm a different actor now, but just just get over it.
0: Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I I mean like that, I mean it it takes you out of like the the whole like movie feel, like whenever you're actually in the story and that kind of thing. Yeah. When if you're not expecting it. So that part kind of sucks. And also, I mean, she was a really good actor. I enjoyed watching her. I thought she did a really good job. So if that was the direction they were going then yeah, I'd definitely be excited about it. But it'd be be interesting to see where they do go from here.
0: I definitely thought she was really funny. I just, I've always had a hard time seeing her as Black Panther. I know that's canon in the comics. Don't get me wrong. So from what I've read, they were able to sit there and film all the stuff, like either with her body double or something along that line. So they didn't necessarily have to have her because this apparently has been going on for a while with the whole Vax thing, which is why that rumor is... As abundant as it is. So, do y'all think that she wasn't slated to be Black Panther, though, now? Because, like, if she was, that's a major thing to lose, like...
1: I think she probably was. If they're going back and doing tons of reshoots, maybe she was. But if they're having to get rid of her, they're gonna... I don't know, man. Like, this is just such a a a caught-between-a-rock-and-a-hard-place situation. Like, I have no idea... What they're going to do if this if this is true, uh, you know, I don't know, right? Yeah, but um, yeah. Anyway,
2: no, I, I I agree too. I mean, that's got like you said, the, this this poor director. I mean, he's just been thrown so many curveballs and trying to figure out what the heck to do. I, I obviously wouldn't be able to tell you what I think they should do or shouldn't do, but yeah, that that sucks. It's <laughs> it's it's got to be hard.
1: I have heard some rumors that like a and Shuri, like, multiple people in the next movie will be playing, like, they'll don the Black Panther mantle in that movie, which will be weird, but yeah.
0: I've heard that as well. I've also heard that, rumor-wise, that Nakia's gonna be pregnant with uh, T'Challa's baby, so oh god, would, you know, them bring in a Oh, moon. God,
1: they're not gonna do, like, a Nick Fury Jr. type thing where <laughs> T'Challa get like got his girlfriend pregnant and then they just retcon that like that baby grows up like really quick with some hand wavy explanation and then he's the new black panther please don't tell me they do that they're gonna just put those beads in his shoes or sandals or whatever
0: and it's just gonna make him grow fast okay
1: yeah you're talking about the the the, um the vibranium beads (laughs) yeah that's funny
0: I mean, the easiest solution to all this is just to get Bucky as the Black Panther and be done with this. <laughs> I
1: was waiting I was waiting for you to do it. I was about to, to bring it up. No, Bucky should not be Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> just until we
0: can get a proper Wakandan Black Panther, okay? Don't get me wrong. I don't want Bucky as just the end-all, be-all Black Panther. I just want him there until we can get the purple herb figured out and get whoever's actually going to be them trained. That's that's all I'm looking for.
1: I think they're just going to retcon the purple herb thing and be like, "Oh, a uh, secret, you know, stash survived somehow from uh, Killmonger's like burning it down." But if if I have an opinion, I think it should be uh Mbaku uh, just because he was the most uh, like I liked him a lot as someone who was supposedly playing like a character that's supposed to be like a villain for Black Panther. I was not expecting him to be so, like, charming and, like, entertaining and fun on screen.
0: is not a diplomat, and he's a conqueror. He I know. I can't go with
1: that. But it would be a cool take. I can't do it. I can't do it. With, with
0: the cast as it stands... He
2: couldn't be Star-Lord.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> be- before the Shuri incident, and let's be honest, Shuri can still be in play, because uh, they're just going to recast her anyways. In my mind, if it's not going to be Bucky, because by God, I'm pulling for Bucky. Nakia, to me, is the best because she's already trained. She's diplomatic. She cares about the world outside of Wakanda. She was everything, you know, T'Challa was before T'Challa even got there. Yeah. So, no, she wasn't of the same stature fighting-wise as T'Challa. But Okoye can train Nakia, no problem. There there won't be an issue there.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? When it was Sherry, so... I mean, I didn't see her being able to, you know, do the fights like Black Panther does. And I mean, she was well,
1: as far as fighting goes, they can just hand wavily say like, oh, we gave them some herb and now they can fight just as good as T'Challa. Like, yeah, that that's that's easily explained.
2: But my, my other thing I was going to say is that like to me in the movies they portrayed her as being still still growing up, basically. Shuri,
1: yeah, immature,
2: and like, yeah, yeah. Nakia was already like Michael was saying, like, already very diplomatic, very respectful. But I mean, not not saying that Shuri wasn't respectful, but just she, Nakia, had that like persona already. So I could definitely see that.
0: Yeah, I also don't think that the next Black Panther has to be king or queen of Wakanda. No, in my opinion, I think we can get away from that.
1: Yeah, they don't always have to be because in the comics. T'Challa has been king of Wakanda, but someone else has been Black Panther. And I think it's slightly established in Civil War when his dad's still alive, that his dad's king, but T'Challa is the Black Panther.
0: Yeah. The other thing is, and I think here's where the importance of Shuri is, I want to say Black Panther 2 is supposed to bring in Riri Williams. And Shuri and Riri have a connection, like they're friends or whatever the case is. So, like, I think maybe for that story, that's why they're having to, like, really kind of figure out this whole Shuri thing. Uh, maybe not so much that she's a Black Panther, but maybe because of Riri.
1: Hmm. I hadn't heard about the Riri thing.
0: Yeah, she's going to have her own TV
1: series as well, the Ironheart TV series. Can I just say that I'm not a big Riri Williams fan? Like, I I, I just thought they're <laughs> like, I think in the comics they established that Rhodey had like a, a niece or something. Like, just just make that like I I, I don't. I don't mind like, okay, so like we have legacy characters like Iron Man and Captain America and Spider-Man. I'm fine with passing the mantle, but I always like for it to go to somebody who feels like they deserve it. And Riri felt so ham-fisted the way they did it, where it was just like, oh, she found some Stark tech and, and built her own Iron Man suit. And I don't know. I just like I liked how like when Sam becomes Captain America, like Sam has been. A partner to steve for like the longest time and like other than bucky yeah and like bucky's just too psychotic
2: to be captain america (laughs) and they're saving him for black panther
1: well yeah no anyway um (laughs) he uh he has been captain america but i remember i was more like appalled by that than like anything because i was just like no no i do not like bucky as captain america uh anywho (laughs) I I would have liked them to do somebody different. I know she's not taking technically the Iron Man moniker. Like, she's her own thing. But I I just, I don't know. It was not for me, I guess, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. I've got the Riri stuff. I haven't read it. Once she broke away from the Iron Man title and did a Ironheart title, like, I was not buying Ironheart. Like, I was continuing buying Iron Man. Yeah. Because that was my collection that I was building. So... I could see where, like, the way you explain the story of her finding tech, and, like, if I'm not mistaken, she's an MIT student as well, that, like, basically, like, she's an urban Iron Man kind of thing, where, like, she doesn't really have anything to be able to do, but she, like, sits there and puts this Mach 1 suit kind of together. Yeah. But I I see what you're saying as far as James Rhodes' niece, like she's been there kind of thing. She's at least attached to yeah somebody who's attached to the Stark name, things of that nature.
1: And I would even be fine if they, they retcon that Riri is like related to Rhodey somehow. That would be kind of cool. But I, I just, it, Riri felt so out of the blue, like out of left field. I was just kind of like, Who, who's this? Why? Why? What? There was a lot of
0: characters at that time when they were doing those that just felt like Amadeus Cho. Yeah.
1: I was going to say that the Amadeus Cho Hulk. Like, just bring in Jennifer Walters. Like, she's already a Hulk.
0: Kamala Khan already had a following. Miles already had a following. Yeah. Jane Foster felt whatever as well. I didn't mind that. But anyway. I thought the cancer aspect of it was interesting. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's that's what we have as far as... comic key pasta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, main event, for what y'all came here for? Brie Larson. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm <am> like... <fine. laughs> Mephisto Watch.
1: <laughs> I hate you all.
0: <laughs> episode four of Hawkeye. Partners, am I right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great title.
0: This episode essentially is about the Rolex knowing that it's still out there, Clint finding out that it's still out there, and Kate and Clint trying to retrieve it.
2: Okay, so first off, who, what, and I'm completely lost apparently but whose rolex is this
0: that's what everybody's asking
2: that's the big
0: question whose rolex is So i'm actually
2: like not the only person that doesn't know
0: no you're not (laughs) you're asking the same question everybody else is whose rolex is it huh so jeremy since you
2: asked whose rolex is it uh i i mean it's i i think since it's kind of got that like i mean it's There's no, like, I don't, I couldn't tell if there's any, like, technology necessarily in it. So I think it's kind of just pre-beeper of Captain Marvel. All right, anyway, uh,
1: I'm going to go into my theory because this is the one, the one thing that I wanted. Uh, I think it's Clint's wife's. You think it's Clint's wife? I've heard that. I've heard that. Okay, so so go on. And that his wife is named Laura Clint, but her, maybe she's either had a name change. Laura Barton? Yeah, Laura, sorry. Yeah, Laura Barton. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) her name is Laura Barton, but she may have gone by a different name because they had to go into, you know, secrecy because no one really knew about them, and that her real name is Bobby Morris. Who's
2: Bobby Morris?
1: And that she is Mockingbird. Yeah. Uh And Mockingbird is a very pivotal character to the Clint Barton story. He's been partners with her um, and they've been a huge love interest. They were married at one point, but because of comics and for some reason, nobody have like a monogamous relationship, they, you know, split up and Clint, you know, went off and dated other people. But yeah, I thought it was the Tony Stark thing and it would be really cool if it was. Now that he says in that episode that this watch belongs to somebody, somebody who's been out of the game for a very long time, and he's very, like, wanting to protect his uh, family, you know, from getting involved in this, and the fact that when he asks, or when he's talking with his wife, his wife mentions, like, is the Rolex, did that get destroyed? And he's like, well, I thought it would. And she's like, well, I thought your suit got destroyed too, but apparently, you know, it didn't. And then she just so happens to know where to ping it, tells me that watch is definitely connected to her and that she's either just a random shield agent or I think they're retconning and going to make her Mockingbird or she used to be Mockingbird. I've heard that
0: theory. I, uh... I like that theory. I like the idea of her being Mockingbird. And even if the Rolex doesn't point to her being Mockingbird, I still think she can be retconned as Mockingbird. Just because, you know, I honestly did not even know the history of Clint and Mockingbird and anything like that until I started hearing the the rumors. And I went back and did some digging. Because when I was watching this episode with my wife, and she's sitting there like talking in code, talking Russian, yeah. and saying all this mm-hmm. stuff. I looked. I paused the video for a second. I looked over at my wife. I said, I'm telling you right now, she was a badass at one time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've been slowly dropping hints throughout the series where, you know, she's like talking with Clint earlier on in the season. And she's like, what's the play here? And he's like, I'm going to do a, I forget what it is, like. Catch and release. Catch and release. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, Natasha's old maneuver. Like, that was very, like, at first I was like, oh, Clint told her of Natasha's old maneuver. But no, this. Now with the like, she was able to dig up information on the the Sloane Limited and Jack Duquesne's organization, and then mentioning the the like whatever it's connected to the Russians and things like that. And then she starts speaking in like German or something. I don't, it could have been Russian, I don't know. But uh, that that really really points to she she was some sort of spy person.
0: Yeah, I,
2: I agree with that. See, I, I didn't, wasn't sure about that. Like, if it was just, you know, her being married to him, if she'd he had taught her things or shown her things, and just to help kind of protect herself, for one, but then also just help him in whichever way kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I'll say this much. You've never seen him worried about leaving her with the kids to go do yeah. whatever it is that he's going to go do. like, And she's never sit there and griped at him for going and doing whatever it is that he's gonna go do like yeah even when she you know when he brought all the avengers back <laughs> to regroup
1: yeah yeah like I, I there there was that one moment when nate called there seemed to be some kind of fear in the way that like jeremy renner was acting in that scene when because he's like hey hey buddy what 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 are you doing what are you doing up? why are you, where's mama where is everyone okay like he, his acting, because his eyes start like sort of like darting like left and right. Like, oh my, like, like he had this scenario in his head where maybe something has happened to the family, but Nate escaped. I could be reading too much into that, but the, just the way that scene played out for like that one little section of it felt like he was immediately like, oh God, something's happened to my family. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's not like Nate called from his cell phone, it came up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And on top of that, like the time it being Nate and him not knowing because he didn't have his hearing at that point in time. Like there was a lot of things in that, but I I can see that. I can definitely see what you're talking about. And I didn't think about that either, but yeah, I could definitely see that. So I conflict myself with my own opinion of whose Rolex it is, but I almost think it's Jack's. And the reason I go with Jack instead of Laura is for the fact that like, it's a Rolex. It's kind of a masculine thing. Like even the look of the watch itself does not look like a feminine watch. Not to say that a female couldn't have that kind of watch, but like, and eh, like I don't know. And then it being a Rolex on top of that, Jack's very much like he looks like he would own a Rolex. Clint doesn't look like he'd own a Rolex. Laura doesn't look like she'd own a Rolex. Like why would they have a Rolex? However, why would something of Jack's also be at Avengers Tower though? Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. So I kind of go with that. But the thing about it is, is that, you know, we're still not confirmed that the Ronin that killed the tracksuit people was Clint Barton. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I really don't think it is.
0: I don't think it is either. With as many people that have been Ronin in the past and things of that nature, like, I don't think it is. Jack really wanted that sword. He knew about that sword. He knew about the auction, which the tracksuits came in trash. And he's in charge of the tracksuits. He's laundering money for, let's just say he's laundering money for
1: Kingpin. Yeah, or the big guy is what they keep calling him.
0: <laughs> right, right. And like, okay, so if you start if we start off at the, the beginning of the episode, to go along with like what I'm talking about, you know, we start off where we left on episode three, where Clint's being held at the neck with his own sword his Ronin sword, and it's held by Jack. Eleanor comes around the counter and she's like, what the hell is going on? And she's like, why is there a Avenger in my home? Yeah. And then Jack's like, oh yeah, you're the Archer. And I'm like, (laughs) you're acting kind of goofy, man. And like, (laughs) they sit down at the table to talk with Kate and the Clint to figure out what's going on. And Kate's like, hey, I'm on official Avengers business with Clint. And Jack's comment was, how terrific. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't say a lot throughout that entire table scene. The eye contact is mainly between Clint and Eleanor, but he'll sit there and look at Jack every now and then. But we never see any scenes of them looking at each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like we're we're made to make them apart and distant as far as the scenes go. So it's just I don't know. It's just kind of odd. And if you if you thought about it like this, like maybe Jack is undercover to keep a wrap on the tracksuits or. To keep whatever going, like he could be the one. Cause I want to say that Clint sits there and says to Kate, when talking about the watch, it's someone I work with. They've been out of the game for a long time and it could blow their cover. And so, like, is Jack undercover?
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I, I, st- all those to me point to his wife. And they very well
0: could. I mean, that, that don't, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely not like, Oh, it can't be his wife. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. It could definitely be his wife. I don't know. Just for whatever reason, I just, I look at the watch and who that watch could go with. And I'm like, I could see Jack owning a Rolex and it not being a big deal. And then like the connection that Jack or the, the swordsman and Hawkeye have in comic books and things of that nature. It's like,
1: yeah, they are not connecting those two at all, which is, is kind of disappointing. Um, I was hoping there was going to be a connection. Between the two. It's interesting, though, that you mentioned all that with the... I wasn't even paying attention to, like, the eye contact between everybody. Mainly because my wife saw the mug that Jack was drinking out of. And she was like, I love that mug. Where do you get that mug? And, like, he he drinks it. And there's, like, you can see the bottom of it. And I had to, like, rewind and pause, like, multiple times to where we could finally, like, read the bottom of it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny that you... You mentioned that because my wife was like, "I wonder if there has anything to do with the with the bumblebees, because they really showed the, bum, the the mug that he was drinking out of and had bumblebees on there." And I'm like, "Uh, sure, I don't know." <laughs> no, it's 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 a cup from William Sonoma.
1: Uh, okay. So anyway, welcome to the uh, the William <laughs> Sonoma podcast. So the other thing that I noticed when
0: after them talking or whatever, you know. Clint gets escorted out by Eleanor. Of course, he gets the sword, which I kind of find it odd also that Jack doesn't have his eyes on that sword. Like, how does that get stolen from Jack?
2: Yeah, real easy.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, I was really wondering how he didn't notice that, like, immediately.
0: Exactly. And and, And you sit there and you say something, you know, how you're like, it's disappointing not seeing the connection between the two throughout this TV show. I wonder if like that's what the big reveal is at the end is like they do know each other or have known each other. He trained him with that sword to be the Ronin because he had so much heat on him or he was going to go undercover.
1: I'm digging that actually. That that sounds I like that idea. Like at the end, it's revealed that swordsman isn't a villain. It's just Clint's old mentor that I don't know. He sent to do some kind of like spy stuff.
0: Yeah. And also the thing that got me and there's no like. There's a reason they showed us this clip because it it's not paid off yet at all. But Eleanor, after putting him in the elevator, walks away and gets on the phone. Yeah. And 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 she calls somebody, we have no idea it is, and gets their answer machine and basically says, Hey, this is Eleanor, call me back. And it's after, you know, talking with Clint that he's not gonna let whatever the mission is go. And it's not like Eleanor knows what the mission is.
1: Yeah. I think it's I have two theories. I think she called Contessa Fontaine, and that is where Contessa goes and gets uh, Yelena and hires her. So that's tying that in. Or B, she called Kingpin, and Kingpin hired Contessa to go get someone to take out Clint. I I, I seriously think Yelena has been misled. Obviously, she's been misled. But I think she's purposely being misled to kill Clint because of what Clint's doing now. Do you know what I mean? Is that making any sense?
0: Right, right that the ending or whatever matches up. Yeah. The ending the the stinger of Black Widow would come right
1: after that phone call that she she left a message for. Oh, Correct. Yeah. I know he says like at the end some like this has gotten very real. Someone has hired a Black Widow assassin to come after me. So I think that whole scene at the end of Black Widow is happening moments after that phone call.
0: I could see that. I, I like that better than the Kingpin thing.
1: Yeah. Only because
0: I feel like Jack is the guy in between Kingpin and the tracksuits.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Because, I mean, if Sloan Limited or whatever, if Jack is the CEO the CEO of Sloan Limited and this the tracksuits and that's how they're laundering money for... Possible kingpin or whoever's above Jack, then that would make it you know a kingpin Jack tracksuit chain of command, right? So I like her having the connection with Valentina instead, and that and I, I think that's a really good call too. Like I I do think that does make sense for them to line up if that's what the case. Clintley is the house, and that's where we get all the stuff with Laura on the phone, and you know he's he's texting her, hey, check the Sloan company out. She sits there and does her own little investigation that she's got going on, start speaking Russian and things at the house, and the kids are like, hey, she's talking to dad. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they couldn't figure that out.
0: <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> I, I just like that, though. She ch- still tries to be stealthy, and it's just like, we, we know you're talking to dad, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and and
0: like after that conversation and stuff like that, that was the time when I looked over at my wife and told her, I was like, hey, she's a badass. And so, like, I'm with you. Like, I, I think whether it's the Rolex points to her or not, I want her as Mockingbird, but I don't necessarily want to see her, like, fighting. I kind of want to see maybe a, a legacy Mockingbird kind of thing. Maybe if there's a different Mockingbird or something along those lines come in.
2: Yeah. Maybe his daughter.
0: <laughs> I know, that's
1: nah. just, that's just a, yeah. <laughs> Someone had a theory that the Mockingbird is, like, just a moniker, and it was kind of like S.H.I.E.L.D.'s answer to the Black Widows. So, like... That there could be multiple mocking birds, and it's just like a name, like a Black Widow.
2: Yeah, it could be a uh, Katniss Everdeen coming in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. What
1: <laughs>
2: Katniss? Everdeen, the Hunger
1: Games. You know, I know who Katniss Everdeen is, but what are you, what are you talking? There's about? There's already
2: been a reference to her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but she, she was like one one of the books, like The Mockingbird. Yeah. Oh
0: it was something like that. Yeah.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Mockingjay.
2: Oh, okay. Mocking Jay. Oh mocking Jay. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: no, I didn't I didn't I didn't put that together. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking <laughs> like I thought you had a stroke?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so while Clint's getting his wife to do some uh, investigation work, we, we get an awkward dance between Jack and uh <laughs> Eleanor. What did y'all think of that? And like Kate's
2: reaction to that dance? That was really, honestly, to me, that was really weird for her to get all like swoony eyes or whatever, Vapory. or like, well, no, she got all like all happy for her mom and everything during that oh, yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I felt awkward through that whole thing. Like, I mean, I guess if you really made her more happy, then I can understand that. But
1: yeah, I think that's what it is, Jeremy. I I, I think she was kind of just happy to see her mom happy. Yeah. Because I think she even mentioned, she's like, you know,
2: I've never seen you like this before. Yeah, which I get. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of still awkward. (laughs) That's also like our first positive look at
0: Jack throughout this entire show, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I found that kind of
1: interesting. I love the, he gets aphorisms wrong. (laughs) What was it like? Distance makes the heart. What is it? Grow older. Grow older. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of fonder. Instead of fonder. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because it just reminded me of some of my wife's sayings that she's messed up. <laughs> like, spring showers bring me flowers. <laughs> or this. So, like, if you ever heard of the saying, or it's six of one, half a dozen of the other, she got it kind of mixed up one day and she's like, uh, it's just six a dozen. I'm like, what? so yeah it just kind of made me laugh about that and I I gave her like the side eye and she was like be quiet that's funny (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome oh
0: that's great so then we get Christmas at Kate's aunt's house and we get a lot of pulls from the Matt Fraction comic book while at this, this Christmas at the aunt's house yeah and I think they put them together really well. And I like that we're getting Kate kind of pulling in the stuff like yeah. it wasn't Kate that was driving on the TV show as yeah. it was in the comic book. And, you know, in the comic book, it's Hawkeye saying, well, yeah, I got a boomerang arrow. And <laughs> yeah. here it's Kate saying, hey, what about a boomerang arrow?
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. He's like, why would I want a boomerang <laughs> arrow? And then she's like, you know, because you could retrieve them, which, by the way, OK, I, I, have, a, I have a bone to pick here. One second. One second. Why the hell would you make trick arrow tips only work with certain trick arrow shafts? Like, they should just work on the shaft. I understand, like, maybe the grappling hook one, because the shaft itself has to, like, turn, like, it has to, like, telescope to, like, whatever, to be, like, a a, a rope. But, like, most of them, the tip just, like, the arrow, like, the shaft part is just there for, like, I don't know, in-flight stabilization.
2: I was about to say, you got to have a, you got to balance the arrow out. You can't just throw like a massive tip down there and then... You can still, whatever, lengthen or shorten the, the shaft
1: however you need to. Like, I don't think that's the issue. I think it's like, whatever, it's like USB type A, which I forget. <laughs> like, you have to like flip it a certain way to get it on. Which, by the way, I meant to I meant to mention this last week and I want to mention it now that I I brought it up. I love that they, he had a USB arrow and it was a USB type yeah. A. It wasn't yeah. C, it was A. And like that means he has to make, which I know he's Hawkeye, he can do it, but that means he has to make sure the orientation of that when he's shooting it into <laughs> a slot so that it hits perfectly. I just love that, <laughs> which is also a reference to later on in the Matt Fraction series, He ha- he shows that he has a USB arrow And Kate is like, why do you have that? He's like, because it has, like, 256 megabytes of sweet, sweet data. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, sorry. (laughs) So, we've seen the
0: USB arrow before this.
1: Uh, When?
0: In Avengers.
1: Yeah, well, technically it wasn't USB, but yeah. I know which one you were talking about, where it, like, splits in and then plugs into itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, like, shot it next to it or whatever, and it, like, came out and then plugged in.
1: Yeah. That technically wasn't a USB, though. Like, this is an actual USB. <laughs> but anyway. So when he started talking about
0: the, the tips and the shafts and things of that nature, like you were saying, with the grappling hook, like, we see that and how it explodes out the back. Like, I assume these shafts have to, make a, have to be made of different material. And they probably all have to be relatively the same length, which is why you'd have to have different material. To help out with the balance and with the weight Mm -hmm. for the and I mean even in the Matt Fraction series, he sits there and talks about the weight and knowing the difference and things of that nature with the the arrows. I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm like, who am I to argue with somebody that knows something about bows and arrows? Like (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I don't bow hunt. I don't I know nothing. Yeah. I can shoot one, but like that's that's neither here nor there.
2: I love like I don't know, maybe skipping ahead of what you're about to say, but like I love the little callback of his uh his coin flip. Oh my gosh. Like that was I was like, hey, that's not exactly <laughs> how it happened in the comic, but they they did that.
0: It was he they did it so awesome though. Like it didn't have to be exactly the comic, but just nah, the yeah. notion of knowing the coin flip and things of that nature. And like watching him sit there and turn the TV off and just her reaction mm-hmm. and then her, you know, kind of getting lit, trying to sit there and figure this whole coin flip thing out. Like, I don't know. I thought that whole scene was just awesome.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no, I really dug the Christmas with the uh, yeah, Hawkeyes. I thought that was really fun.
0: And he said she's sitting there drawing the plan out. Oh, God. On her aunt's like... <laughs> Frame movie poster.
2: Yeah.
0: And she's like, this is where you finish my sentence with the plan. And he's like, is that dry eraser? And she's like, yeah. No, no, it's not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Her her aunt is going to be pissed when she gets back.
0: Speaking of her aunt, everybody's made the call that she could possibly head up the West Coast Avengers. Do y'all think we're getting West Coast Avengers out of this?
1: Uh, Maybe. I, I don't think she'll head up what you talking about, Kate or the aunt? The aunt. No, I don't think the aunt will be. I think she's just a a really deep dive Easter egg of someone from the comics, but she's not related to Kate in the comics as she is in the in the show. But no, I I, I don't I don't I think we may get a West Coast Avengers some point, but I don't I don't think she'll be
2: the head of it. So like, is the West Coast Avengers like where they get their soups pim- pimped out or something? I mean, you get, what's his name coming, like, to get their suit? <laughs> no, it's
1: just, it's really kind of like the, the I guess, the B team of the Avengers. Oh. Because I, I would consider, like, the D team the Great Lake Avengers, which has got, like, Squirrel Girl on there. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Even though Squirrel Girl has beat Doctor Doom. Yeah. But, yes, I agree with you. Like, Great Lakes Avengers is, like, I've never read any, I've never read any West Coast Avengers, let's be real. But West Coast Avengers did have like Scarlet Witch and Vision and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And so, and they were like, whereas the Avengers were more on the East Coast of the USA, you had the West Coast Avengers. I wonder if they would do instead of Young Avengers, if they would be the West Coast Avengers.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I, I really think they're going Young Avengers just because the actors and actresses that they're getting are very young. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yelena looks like she's 12, <laughs> and Steinfeld looks like she's 8. It's
0: a Hawkeye.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think they're going with that. I, I don't know if they'll do East Coast, West Coast type thing. No, I, I fully agree with you
0: that it's going to be the Young Avengers team. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, instead of using the Young Avengers name, if they go with West Coast Avengers, East Coast Avengers, maybe something that, because like, We had the Runaways at one point in time. Marvel owns the Runaways. Runaways again because Marvel pretty much, uh, or no, Disney Disney pretty much owns Hulu. So like they had all that kind of stuff, and we had a TV show at the one point that was kind of like that. Yeah, but it bombed horribly bad. So. That's kind of where I'm thinking, like, are we ever going to see the Dark Avengers? Is there ever going to be a title called the Dark Avengers? Like, I don't think so. I think if we get something, it's going to be Thunderbolts. So, but it might be the Dark Avengers team or it might be the Dark Avengers story. Yeah. But the name would be Thunderbolts if we got it.
1: I think if we get another Avengers title, it will be Young Avengers. And then I think they're waiting until, honestly, I don't, I don't think we'll get Young Avengers first. I think the next Avengers movie will be titled New Avengers. I agree. I, I just I I 100% feel that in my bones that that will happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that was comicy pasta. Yes. <laughs> I I like when they're sitting there trimming the tree and they're arguing about splitting an arrow and Clint's like, "All right, well the first arrow has to be a wooden arrow and that way the second one can go through it." She's like, "I'm calling bullshit because I, you know, I've I've tried it." and Clint's remark is, well, I've done it a few times. (laughs)
1: It's like,
0: (laughs) how do you argue with that?
1: Yeah. (laughs) The other thing in that scene, Moira's mug that she uses, or that Clint's drinking out of, says Thanos was right. So, I have a theory. The person who defaced that urinal is Moira. (laughs) 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 Like, like, Because, like, who buys a mug Because that is a horrible, like, in real world. Like, yeah, I know. You're for it, Michael. I know. I get it. (laughs) But, like, that is a horrible thing where, like, loved ones and stuff, like, just disappeared. And, like, for the, for ultimately, like, did come back. But for the longest time, you didn't think you'd ever see them again. And then after it's all said and done, like, oh, I'm just going to buy a mug that basically says, like, God, I wish all these people would be dead again. Like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) For visual reference, I had my hand raised while Richard was saying that. And uh, if I don't end up with a Thanos was right mug for Christmas, (laughs) I'm going to be pretty disappointed. (laughs) I'm just letting you all know. (laughs) (laughs) If I ever get this website up and rolling, that's going to be one of the shirts that we have, is a Thanos was right hoodie or (laughs) t-shirt or something like that with Comically Comics on the back. That's funny. (laughs) I noticed that mug too, but it was only through like my speed watch right before this show. I like was sitting there and I was was doing my 10 seconds or whatever, flipping through. Yeah, And I saw it and I was like, wait a second. And I flipped it back. It makes me want to go back to the other episodes and and see like we've got four episodes so far. Two of the four have got that same saying in there. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if the other and like he's dealing a lot through this series. Clint is. With the loss of Natasha, yeah. So like, is that also you know bring and like, why would he choose that mug?
1: Yeah, I know that that's the one thing too. Yeah. I I feel like he'd look at it and be like, "Give me another mug." <laughs> like pissing out a urinal
0: is one thing. Like you don't sit there and I don't. I at least don't. I don't survey the urinals before I go. You know, take a piss. Like I just walk up to one, do my thing, and go on about my business. So like for him to walk up to one that has that road on there, that's one thing. But like to pick a mug out? Like, surely God, she's got more than one mug.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. I thought it was very weird. Yeah. Which, yeah, anyway. (laughs)
0: They talk about the, the shot, you know, that he didn't take. That was his best shot. Talking about Natasha, and we get more story of him and Natasha. I like that we're, we're continuously getting more backstory. Yeah. That, you know, Black Widow really, that movie didn't, really give us the backstory that we all thought we were going to get with that. And that through him telling and stuff like that, like we're still getting that story.
1: Yeah. I-, I love when he's talking about Natasha, they are playing the music of when she died on Vormir, that same, Oh, really? that same music or that music that was being played when, you know, when they're like racing to see who can kill or kill themselves the fastest. And then she falls. That same music is being played while he's talking about Natasha.
0: Oh, wow.
2: Mm. I didn't realize that. Yeah,
0: I didn't either. Um, Kate figures out that he's Ronan. And, and I like that we kind of get the, the conversation that was on the rooftop in the fraction comic book of, you know, Avengers don't kill and this, that, and another. And Kate's kind of pulling the same card of like, you were helping people. And he's like, no, I was a weapon. Yeah. Like, I I had jobs and I had to take care of people. Like that's that's what I that's what I was trained to do. Like that was my thing.
1: It was also a reference to the Matt Fraction's comic book because it, it's titled Matt Fraction's Hawkeye: My Life as a Living Weapon. I think is what the title is.
0: Yeah. The last thing that I noticed was that he takes his hearing aid out to go to bed. Yeah. There ain't no way in hell I would do that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, that's very. <laughs> Be somebody that's like <laughs> on edge twenty four seven. That's that's very trusting or just I don't know. Like that, yeah, that one kind of threw me off too. I was like, uh, is something about to happen here. Like what 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 what's going on?
0: <laughs> that was and I mean I know we got the flashbacks and things of that nature, but like I was just like, no, no, bro, ain't no no. Probably sleeping with my pistol on my chest and just just waiting with daiquiris on my elbows. Like
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like yeah, My wife turned to me and she's like, I guess we can tell who sponsored this video. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
0: so Kate gets sent on a mission to go get back Hawkeye's trick arrows that are in the impound, essentially. He has to go talk to the LARPers again and winds up bringing them back to have Christmas again at the aunt's house. <laughs> and they're going to make costumes for everybody. And I guess Hawkeye's going to get some new clothes. Yeah. Here at the end as well, maybe more than likely.
1: A little purple in him. Yeah. I wonder if they're gonna make his comic book accurate costume and we'll see that. I I, I I'm I have a feeling I'm calling that. Yeah.
0: Oh, I agree funny. with you. We're so gonna see a helmet or something like that with the little wings or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> No, this is not happening.
2: <laughs> I love that he didn't have a bag. <laughs> yeah. He had a book bag. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, You had a you had a you had a boat bag, but I guess he, he couldn't put it all of it in a bag. So
1: Which uh <laughs> another Easter egg is the uh the lady that brings him his arrows and is like, Well, you didn't bring your bag? Well, this is my bag. It's got bombshell on it. <laughs> Her character name and the bombshell is an Easter egg to an old I think West Coast Avengers like villain called Bombshell.
0: Oh, Cool. No, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it was um
0: That's awesome.
1: I'm trying to find it right now. It's uh what is it? Lana Barmgarter or it's Wendy Conrad. I can't remember which names they were, but anyway.
0: <laughs> that's funny. What'd y'all think of, of Clint's interaction with Kazi? And the, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, that's the coolest car lot I've seen in a long time. <laughs> like they're dealing with some awesome cars over there.
1: Yeah, I like that scene. I thought that was really cool. I don't think we're gonna get clown in this. Uh, we just don't have enough time. Yeah, I think if we do. It'll be at the very end. I honestly, I think they may just make him the clown in, in Echo or something. But yeah, I like that scene where he's like You're looking for this, and then like he goes to get the knife, and he's like, "Don't, don't worry about the knife or the box cutter underneath the seat." Yeah, that felt very much like from the comic where. You know, in the first issue where he's putting the tracksuit mafia boss in the car and he's like, you know, Captain America is a great guy and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, but Captain America ain't here because like the way he tells Kazi, he's like, tell her to stop searching for Ronan. She's looking for a ghost. If she goes down this road, she will die. Like, I don't I just that felt very like I'm going to have to kill her to say, like, save my family. Yeah. Yeah. If she keeps pursuing this path.
0: So. We get Clint and we get Kate scoping out the apartment where the Rolex has been pinged, and Kate takes it upon herself that she's going to go into the the room. <laughs> she goes and helps the guy with some groceries to get into the building. The whole time, Clint's like, no, 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 no. Don't do this. Don't, 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 don't. Don't engage. Don't engage. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when she's in there and she responds to Hawkeye in the elevator and the old guy looks over and he, he's like, oh uh, what did you say and she's like oh I'm I'm not talking to you <laughs> I was like well that's kind of rude yeah. <laughs> and then she was like well can I tell you a secret and she's like I've got an Avenger in my ear and she makes the face I saw my oldest face like <laughs> as soon as she made oh, that I was like that's yeah. the exact same face that my oldest makes oh my gosh it's hilarious oh that's true and just the the way she was talking and things like that <laughs> I was like oh that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. Did you realize the apartment when the alarm was going off, the the visual alarm, there was no sirens or nothing like that, did it click with y'all Nope. as to whose apartment it was?
1: Uh, I assumed it was Maya's, but I kind of got thrown off when she found the list of names of like Clint's family, because I was like, how the hell would Maya find that information? Because... The freaking Avengers didn't even know about the family. Like, Clint has been so tight-lipped yeah. about his family. I, I So that's when I was like, I don't think it's Maya. But then it was like, it's Maya's apartment. And then Maya showed up. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess it is Maya's. I liked it. Apparently, we've got more
0: putty arrows in that quiver now. I, th- I thought we used it all, but apparently not. Yeah, same. Also, Maya got the list of names from Kazi, did she not? Because I, if I'm not mistaken, at the end of the episode, she told Kazi to go find out all information she, that he could on Clint Barton. Because I've heard a lot of people sitting there saying, like, where did she get the list from? Where did she do this? Is, did she did she get it from Kingpin? Did she did it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty positive in that episode. She told Kazi to go find out information on Clint or Kazi said, go find out information on Clint Barton. Somehow something was said after their whole scuffle.
1: You could be right. I also think Kingpin makes more sense just because Kingpin has, like, a deeper reach to find that information than Kazi would. But, I don't know, it just bugged me because I was like, Tony, Cap, like, everybody but Natasha, only because she's best friends with Clint, didn't know about the family. Yeah. Like, that just really bugged me.
0: Yeah, but I mean, they they also weren't, Hawkeye keeps such a low profile. Like, why even look into him? You know what I mean? I see what you're saying, definitely. But like, I don't know. I never thought of a reason to look to see about his family or if he had a family.
1: I'm not saying like looking into it. Shield specifically like kept it off the books and like nobody knew about it. Oh, so like even like if Natasha leaked, you know how like in in Civil War she leaks all of Shield's like dirty laundry onto the internet. Clint's family still would have been protected because it was never kept on record. The only people that knew about it was like Clint, Right, Natasha and Nick. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway.
0: It'll get aired out. Yeah. We get a fight scene of Kate and Maya in the apartment. And then we also get a fight scene of Yelena and Clint on the rooftop. Did she not look splinter cell?
2: Yeah, she yes. did. With the three three <laughs>
1: eye thing? Yeah. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Apparently it's a callback to one of her comic uh looks. In one of her comics, yeah. she's wearing like a black outfit with like, I don't know, some kind of weird Splinter Cell night vision goggles that's supposed to invoke like spider eyes or something. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I meant to actually get that issue just to tell people, but slacked off didn't do that. So <laughs> y'all can find that. It's okay. Uh... <laughs> Maybe I'll have that next episode for y'all. Were y'all like were y'all surprised that it was Yelena underneath the mask or anything along those lines? Like
2: No, not at all. Not really.
0: Okay.
1: I, I'm disappointed that the rumor of her being in the fifth episode and Kingpin being revealed next week's episode probably isn't true now. <laughs> so Oh, I'm putting my foot down on calling it right now. If we
0: see Kingpin in this series by face, if it's Vincent D'Onofrio, the Kingpin, it will not be until episode 6 or as a stinger to episode 6. We won't see him before that. I bet you, I I bet we don't see him before that. And my reasoning why is because Spider-Man: No Way Home comes out after episode 5. Yeah. So we get 6 after No Way Home. At that point in time, if Charlie Cox's Daredevil is in No Way Home, then the cat's out of the bag with that. And then the next Wednesday we get D'Onofrio as Kingpin, whether it be Stinger or Episode, and that would be that.
1: Yeah. People had theorized the reverse that five was going to be Kingpin's reveal because then it would make sense why Charlie Cox shows up in the in the Spider-Man. But yeah, either way, I hope either theory is right because I just I just want King I want Vincent Donofrio's Kingpin. <laughs> See, I, I say Six instead of
0: five, only because Feige made a point to come out and say if we got Daredevil, it would be Charlie Cox. So if he's going to sit there and go out like that, then why wouldn't you like he's holding D'Onofrio Then at that point in time, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, anyways. That that was a like. Especially when they all got on the rooftop. That was a crazy fight scene. Like, I thought Kate was going to fall
1: down in that hole where the gun got kicked off into. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it was like a Mexican standoff with everybody.
0: And apparently, like, the widow's bite, I don't know if she's got a weaker version or what. Like, I know she hit Maya in the shoulders, like the collarbone area with it so like there was the the leather jacket and stuff like that but still like it was electrocuting the shit out of yeah her. I,
1: I thought that too i i re it you know earlier today and when that scene happens i was wondering that as well I, she just reaches up and like takes them off i mean she kind of struggles a <laughs> little bit but i was just like that that like you're supposed to be just down until you can get them off And i mean she had two uh-huh. yeah
0: and then clint got popped in the neck with one and it took him down, which I mean, it, it took both of them down. But I was just like, I don't know. It, it threw me off a little bit. Yeah, I was also thrown off by the fact that like Kate sits there and pops Maya in the shoulder with an arrow. I was not expecting her to kill her. I was expecting her to basically wound her and get her away. But I wasn't expecting the the reaction that Maya got. And I wonder if that reaction is more of a understanding that like something's not right. You must not be the Ronin because the Ronin kills, you know, you wouldn't just make a shot like that.
1: I I think she is slowly learning just from fighting Kate cuz Kate clearly doesn't have like a lot of skills. Like she cuz she's still sort of bumbling her way through it. Cuz I love like the zip line scene yeah. and like when she finally <laughs> makes it across and you think she's going to kick Yelena and then Yelena like does this crazy maneuver and kicks her instead. And it was just like, oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Also, Yelena, I think if you notice, when she lands, she lands in a Natasha-esque poser outfit. Yeah. So, anyway. No, I
0: didn't see that. Yeah, I
1: thought I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I, I'm assuming, <laughs> like, I don't know, that that was sort of a reference to that. You pose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also don't understand, like, you know, Kate draws back on Yelena. And Elena just kind of looks at her and just shakes her head no and then just takes off. Like Yeah. I, I don't I don't understand that either.
1: I think it was like a I'm here to kill him because he killed my sister. Like you don't want to do this or get involved. Or is it she didn't want to do it in front of her? Could be.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Lots
1: of questions. All I know is they really stretched out because like I said, this this whole fighting between like Yelena and Clint could be solved with one conversation. And yeah. they just straight up were like, no, they're going to fight because sometimes in com- not sometimes all the time in comic books, there'll be two main like heroes that normally don't meet up and they'll meet each other and then fight for no reason at all. And then they have like a conversation and they're like, oh, OK, yeah, we we need to team up. <laughs> so anyway, that felt very on track with with comic books. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, they really didn't have... I, I, yes, I'm with you on that. Because they didn't have a conversation. It's not like yelling you know, and walked up and was like, I'm supposed to kill you because <laughs> you killed my sister and Clint back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I did not kill her. I loved her very much, just like a sister.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would assume she would have... Like, my head was always like she'd like somehow pin him down and then be like, you know, right before she, whatever, stabs him, shoots him, whatever it is that she chooses to kill him with is like you know this is for my sister and he'd be like what are you talking about and and then yeah the conversation ensues and then he'd be like i i didn't kill her like i loved her (laughs) like a sister yeah anyway
0: i'm very surprised she didn't snipe him that just kind of seems like a no-brainer maybe
2: she just wanted to be like more personal yeah wanted to see his face as he died (laughs) it's very dark of you jeremy
0: (laughs) All right, where are we going from here? We've got episode five and six left, and that's it. So, where are we going? We've got the watch. We've got Jack. Is Eleanor Madam Mask? Are we going to get Kingpin? Where are we going from here? Richard takes us in there.
1: No, I don't think I, 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 I am not a Eleanor is mad. I would be shocked if Eleanor is Madam Mask, but I think we're next episode, we're going to be dealing with. The fallout of Hawkeye like screaming at Kate and being like, "You're not my partner. You never were," and them probably reconciling. And then I think the fi- like the last episode will be that scene where we've seen them like at the ball or something, and they're eventually going to be in their super suits shooting arrows at tracksuit mafias, like what we've seen in the in the trailer.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, uh, it's just just kind of. Hanging on and seeing seeing what happens, and just kind of waiting and counting down till Brie Larson shows up.
1: Yeah, nope. No. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you're hanging on like Kate on that uh, on that zip line. Just, <laughs> yep. I was surprised you didn't throw the Mephisto in there.
2: Oh, yeah, that was gonna be my other one. I was trying to figure out, but I mean, Brie Larson's my girl, so I you know gotta go with her. So. <laughs> But no, like I'm, I'm excited. I'm just excited to see it. Like my wife was saying, we watched it uh, Thursday. She was like, "I just, I just want to, I want to watch another one." Like I want, I want. And I was like, "Yeah, I know. Like this is a really good series." And even she was saying that. She's like, "I can't believe it's one of the most underwatched right now." And I was like, "Well, I mean, not many people necessarily think about Hawkeye that much, and for anybody that's not watching it, I mean, I hate that you're missing out because it's a. I'm, I'm really thoroughly enjoying it so.
1: Yeah, it's a branding issue.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> In my opinion, this to me is better than the book that's loosely based off of. I am glad that I did read the book though, even yeah. though it put me to sleep several times because I do see all these pulls from it and that's fun to watch. Jeremy with with you kind of being the I guess the noob or whatever and not have read so much. How has that helped you? Like, be like you've you've mentioned it once as we've been talking about this series so far, but like, you know, having read that series and and us being able to connect the dots and things, you know, do callbacks and stuff. Like, how has that has that been fun for you?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it was in this one whenever we were talking about like him being her her aunt's apartment or whatever. Well, after it was mainly after the he did the little coin flip thing, I paused it. I was like, okay, so. I had to, and I had to tell my wife, I was like, look, I actually know these things like that boomerang arrow. That was that was actually in the comic. And that coin flip was in the comic as well, although it wasn't necessarily to a TV, but it was still in the comic. Um, it's more at a man's throat in the comic. But yeah, <laughs> one of us, one of us, one of us, Yeah, know, it, it's, it has been. Uh a lot of fun actually being able to kind of catch those those little things here and there, obviously, I still don't know like all the inner, all the extra stuff, but yeah, just being able to kind of pull from what I've read and being able to see those and connect the dots has has been been a lot of fun, and just seeing how they they twist it and change it.
0: hey, Jason Aaron Thor next, yeah, what that's where uh Jane becomes oh Thor. And we, you know, the deal with all the cancer and the stuff like that, that, you know, Jane is going to have cancer in this Thor Love and Thunder. And Jane will also become Thor in Thor Love and Thunder as well.
2: So we're going to read that before the movie?
0: I'd like to. Yeah. Um, I've not read it yet. No,
1: I think we should. It's it's a good read.
2: I am always up for it. Cool. Because like I said, that's, that's another thing, too, like with this, like, I know we talked about it before. But I don't know however long, whichever episode it was, but, like, with normals that go into a comic book store. So, like, I, I walk in, I'm like, I I want to read something, but I have no idea what to get. <laughs> like, no idea where to even start. <laughs> so, doing these things just to kind of, I mean, e- even though it's not necessarily any kind of order or anything like that, it's just following along with some of the movies or series. Still fun just to be able to know, have something to go pull and be able to read.
0: Cool. I just want to see Pan. Same. <laughs> and more Maya. I think Maya's awesome. I like Kingpin, especially if it's going to be D'Onofrio. Don't fuck with me. Don't get me somebody else. <laughs> D'Onofrio's got it. Just just go on, bring him back. Yeah. Just pay him his money. I like seeing that big bald bastard. Like his haircut a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should cosplay as Kingpin one time. <laughs>
0: Me with no facial hair though is quite a disturbing look. Like I don't have to have the the full beard or whatever, but like I got to have my my chin strap or something like if it's just I'm the
1: same way. I look like a baby once I I shave my beard off.
0: <laughs> you think you look like a baby? You're at least a baby with hair. <laughs> I just look like a hairless cat almost like it's (laughs) it's like, Hey bud, why don't you just go ahead and get rid of those eyebrows as
1: well? Just,
2: you know, complete the whole thing. No,
1: (laughs) people with eyebrows are very, or without eyebrows are very unsettling.
0: (laughs) I used to work with a guy. He, he seriously could not grow like his arms had no hair. He had no eyebrows. He he had no hair he was bald. He had no facial hair. He's a big bastard There Ain't no way I'd mess with
2: him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny though. All right, Jamie, where can I find you at?
2: Uh, I can find me every now and then on uh Twitch Night Fury GTO. It's night with a K, playing a little bit of everything. You had the two big things that dropped this week for video games is uh one is I guess kind of big, but, uh, one is, uh, the call of duty, like their war zone map thing changed this week. And of course being part for the course for call of duty, there's like a bazillion glitches and issues with it. I was carrying a gun one time. Like I was one of the ones I had, it looked like there was like a spike ball where that ammo cartridge was underneath the gun. And I, I <laughs> my wife was playing with, and like on hers, I was like, Hey, come here for a second. I was like, look at, look at this gun, and she. I was like, does it look normal on your screen? And it looked normal on hers, but, like, it literally looked like they were just a big ball of spikes that I was holding pretty much. So, <laughs> it's just, I was like, that's just, ugh. But that, and, uh, of course, the Halo campaign got released this past week. Been playing that some, too. Yeah. Dude, I was, whenever I first booted that up, like, and it goes to just the opening scene where it's just It just shows the scenery, and it says to press A to continue. But it was playing the Halo music, and I sat there for like at least ten or fifteen minutes. (laughs) It's like, man, this is the best music. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. You can find me on there every now and
1: then. Richie, where can they find you at? They can find me here, right here on this couch, talking to YouTube. Fortress
0: of Solitude.
1: Yes, my Fortress of Solitude. (laughs) And uh, yeah, check us out on Gmail. Comically comics podcast at gmail.com and our uh, Instagram same handle and just uh, we're throwing up polls posts every now and then and hit us up in the gmail if you you know want to hear something in future episodes. What about you Michael?
0: y'all can find me on instagram at twenty two underscore comics You can find me at YouTube at the same handle by the time this makes it out. I will have already celebrated my 100 subscriber giveaway. Oh, nice. So I'm pretty excited about that. I got some comics that I'm getting rid of. That's awesome. For whoever. Yes. So that's fun. So you can find me on Instagram and YouTube, 22 underscore comics. You can find me on eBay at the same, 22 underscore comics. So if there's ever any books or whatever you're looking for, I may have them at my little eBay store. So come check them out. Sweet. Awesome. All right. Well, with all that being said, you know, thank y'all very much for listening. Hope y'all enjoy the podcast. Yes. (laughs) If you do, you know, go give us a rating over on iTunes or Google Podcast or something that greatly helps us out. We appreciate it.
1: Yes. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your dog. Don't hide your kids. Don't hide your
0: wife. Just go tell them about the podcast. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on the age of the kid, because. You may not want them to hear shit or fuck. And that gets said on here.
2: <laughs> no, fuck that shit. <laughs> Give it to him. <laughs>
0: uh, say bye, Jeremy.
2: Oh, All right. Well, That's out that's, of order. Bye, Jeremy. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Have you ever heard of boomerang arrows? What? Why would I ever want to use a boomerang arrow? Because they come back. Exactly.
0: Yeah, well, if all trick arrows were boomerangs, then we'd have them all
2: coming back at us.
0: You'd have to, you'd have to dodge. <laughs>